Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. And may love light surround us as we share our message today. And for all who hear, may be uplifted and empowered with peace, grace, and love. We have a great show today, Transform Difficulty into Peace with our amazing guest, Selena Matreya. How can you let go when you're in turmoil and trouble by your past? How can you find peace with situations that you are dealing with right now? How can we be calm in the midst of life storms? When we're at peace, we lose interest in being immersed in unhealthy conflict, judgment, and worry. We engage with the present moment. We feel connected with others and the world around us. And we have an increased capacity to love ourselves and others. Peace comes from within. Do not seek it without, as quoted by Buddha. So profound and magnificent words of wisdom. I know when I'm out of peace. And self-care and self-love keeps me centered. Whether it's a thought, a feeling, or interaction, I ask myself, does this bring me peace or does this disturb me? And I find by going home to my inner sanctuary for harmony and calm, not just in times of confusion, but whenever I feel the need to wholeheartedly connect with myself. And in my article recently published in Savannah East, Why You Must Think of Your Inner Sanctuary as Home, I highlight home is healing, home is peace, home is presence, and home is love. And our amazing guest, Selena Matreya, she will show us just how to immerse ourselves in peace during times of difficulty, irritation, and chaos. And we all certainly can benefit from her nuggets of wisdom. Selena is a transformational agent, an internationally celebrated lecturer, author, and teacher of practical spirituality. She empowers her students by showing them how to reactivate and actualize their their intuitive body, their high energy field, in order to respond to chaos that lands in their daily life from one of their highest frequencies, peace, kindness, compassion, tolerance, understanding, wisdom, and grace. And that raises us to the vibration of love. So now I am delighted to welcome Selena to our show. Welcome, Selena. Thank you, Jean. It's a delight to be back here with you. 
Yes, you do so much daily to help others. Uh, Such events as your chakra cleansing meditations, your event that you hosted, the clarion call, Telesummit. Uh, what leading from the heart, and I'm, I was fortunate to be a part of that event. And as authentic messengers in the book that we both were part of, Life Sparks, Life Stories to Illuminate, Inspire, and Ignite. So I say thank you for shining your brilliant love light. Well, thank you, Jean. It's it's a gift and an honor, and it's my purpose, as it is yours. You know, we've we've come together very often because we're both so committed, as evidenced by all of your efforts as well, to help others evolve in these very challenging times. Yes, yes, that is so true. And Selena, let's explore your your background as a spiritual student and teacher. And can you shed light on what is practical spirituality? Sure, I'd love to. Um, Well, I just had my 67th birthday. Big number, Jean, big number. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And I start out with that because my journey with spirit started when I was 16 years old. And my name, Selena Maitreya, was given to me by my first spiritual teacher way back then, What's now, what, 52, 51 years ago? I'm not very good with math. A very long time. But it really wasn't until I was in my 30s when I started to really come into my integrity. Um, many of us, you know, we're, we're brought up in, in families uh, by people who are, me- are well-meaning and uh, do their best to raise us, but they too are brought up in a world where love is not always the uh, frequency that is highlighted. You know, we're all conditioned in lots of different ways. And so by the time most of us get to be our teens or young adults, we're questioning a lot of who we are and what our place is in the world. And I was no different than that. And I needed to, to, you know, really examine my shadow sides, the places within me that were not functioning, that were not healthy, that were not honest. So it really, which, which I did in my 20s and early 30s. And it wasn't until my late 30s that I started to very seriously study uh, the workings of spirit as taught by my teacher, the Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And I've worked with her for the last 25, 26 years not only reading about spirituality, but but actually working the principles of how to respond to life from love um, and really work them into my life, to really take them off the book, off the page, out of the book, off the page, and into my life. And what happened was that my life, which has had so many ups and downs, as many people's lives have, became so dramatically transformed. And I started teaching um, when I was a single mom um, and I had another career as a consultant. I started teaching at local centers as I could. I had meditation groups in my house because in those early years in my 40s and 50s, um, my, my world was very, very filled with taking care of my children, being a consultant, and doing my own personal work. I needed to do the personal work of evolving before I could really be a teacher to others. So it's really been in the last 15 years that I've been taking the work of practical spirituality that 
Spirit has downloaded into me that I have utilized in my life, and now I can share it with students, helping them to move through the world so that they too can transform any difficulty into peace, which sets them up vibrationally to be able to create the individually abundant life that they're seeking. Wow, that is so empowering, just you sharing that. You know, I when I think about myself, it's like after reaching certain milestones in my life in terms of what uh, society uh, said will bring you uh, what success and happiness. It's like, wait a minute, I've done this, 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 this. I followed this yellow brick road and something is missing, you know, and uh, that lack of fulfillment and that yearning. And of course, it's amazing what you were saying. It's like, especially for people like ourselves and others who are out there, you know, helping others. It's like we go through certain experiences in life that are quite dramatic, right? And they're turning points and uh, to, to, to help ourselves and to use that to help others. And, you know, as we, we know, we learn best from what we teach, right? So we have to really integrate that into our own lives. Absolutely, Jean. That is beautifully, beautifully said. And I'm often, I find it curious when, excuse me, when I Mm -hmm. sit in front of teachers or my students share that they've sat in front of teachers who present themselves as fully evolved. Um, While I know that certainly is a possibility, uh, it's my experience that in order to be an effective teacher, to be a teacher who comes from the authority of having lived the experiences that they're teaching, that we do need to to have radical honesty as teachers with ourselves. We ask our students to have with themselves, and we need to continually observe with kindness uh, and a lack of judgment where we are out of alignment with our lives because we're asking our students to take that view as well. And as we live the work that we teach, we become more integral and more in the authority of who we are in order for that material and for our presentation to have the high vibration that it needs to attract the people who seek to evolve as beings of love. Very well said, because we're all in a state of becoming, and, you know, we've We've been, uh, well, we are authentic messengers, and even from our first book, it kind of opened me up to a lot, uh, in addition to other transformational life experiences. But what you said, being authentic, and people can tell, right? I mean, it's it's like you exude that. You can radiate that, and people can tell whether you're speaking from your heart or if you're just kind of, you know, going through the motions, proclaiming yourself as an expert or whatever. But when you walk the walk, you know, to me, it it reduces the shame and vulnerability or whatever because we're all going through the same things. Problems are universal for all of us. Well, I think that's so true. And I also, it really speaks to the uh, truth of the multidimensionality of who we are. Because, you know, many people go through the world experiencing and referring to themselves as a one-dimensional being. You know, we're we're trained to refer to ourselves as me, as I, you know, the vernacular. But, But behind that vernacular is the... Uh, 
ultimate truth that we're several multiple uh, manifestations where physicality, where physical body, where physical brain, but we're also high frequency energy of love that came into that body uh, and breathed our first breath in order to be alive in this world. So the energy, the high frequency energy of love is what took that body and activated it. And it's what leaves the body once again at the end of life. And the body is there, but the energy of love has moved on. But we're also emotional bodies. We're also, uh, we also have a personality that develops in this lifetime. We also have low frequency fear, ego, that that really runs through our body. So we are multidimensional beings, and when we're able to not only understand that, but accept the responsibility of all of the aspects of who we are, to understand them, to learn about them, to know how they work, to um, choose to activate specific part of our multidimensionality, then we're able to move through the world with a lot more consciousness, which gives us ease and grace. And that's what you and I are doing as teachers, and that's what we individually and collectively seek to help others to do, because most people are just walking through their life checking boxes, and as you say, they come to a point in their life where they may have achieved the house with the white picket fence. They may have the dog and the couple. They may have the work that that they're doing. They may be paying their bills, but there comes to a point if they don't have a conscious way of moving through life where they feel as, I've got it all, but what's the point? And that's for people who are fortunate enough to not have the, the major difficulties that so many people experience. So whether someone who's listening is experiencing difficulty in their life or they feel that life isn't difficult, but it feels so empty, the yes. answer really is to learn how to live consciously. And living consciously means learning how to respond to difficulty from the higher frequencies of kindness and patience and love and to actually activate those in your life and not just read about them or, excuse me, listen to us talk about them, but to to be curious enough from this particular podcast to say, well, well, okay, how do I, how do I bring that into my life? Yes, yes, very well said. And Selena, I've heard you mention before that the work that we do on ourselves is also World service, that's huge. And with our world in such disarray, how does our individual work serve the world? Well, I'm so glad to ask that because I can't tell you, Jean, how many emails I get and how many times I'm I'm in a teaching with a student and I just hear the despondency and the concern for our world and people are always saying, well, what can I do? What can I do? I've written checks. I've, you know, I've, I've demonstrated, I've written to my, you know, my legislators, all of which are important things. We need to show up. And, you know, the words show up are the most, two most important words to the transformation because so many people would say our world is crumbling. And I would say a new birth order is being born. So are we putting our attention on the crumbling world or do we choose to put our attention on the new world that's being born? And 
when we put our attention on the new world that's being born, we're asked to show up. And each one of us, I believe, has had a contract way before we even came into this body in this lifetime to show up now, to show up in a particular way. So I believe that we all have a responsibility, should we choose to take it on, to discover within ourselves what is my way of showing up. How, what talents do I have? What experiences can I share with others that can be of help? And there are so many people when I ask the question, well, what is your talent? What do you think is your way of showing up? So many people say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And that's generally because they're out of alignment with how they show up in their own world. So, if you're listening and you're not sure how to show up or what your, what your job is in this process of helping us to create a new world that is generated and um, continued from the energies of kindness and peace and understanding and compassion and tolerance, the best process is for you to take on the responsibility of seeing where you are not showing up in your own life in those frequencies because everyone has relationships, everyone has situations where they just have a tough time regardless of how evolved they are. They have situations or relationships where they have a tough time being the energy of love. So discovering where that is in your life and then taking this step that are provided here on Gene's show, you know, with all of your guests going to my uh, videos, the new workshops I'll be offering. There are so many tools for people to evolve. So when people accept the responsibility for their individual evolvement and they learn how to respond to life from love, they are contributing to the world because we're energetic beings. As we change our frequency to a higher elevation by responding to life from love, we shift the energy in the world. Wow. Well, Selena, that is so very encouraging. You know, as you indicated, a new world is being born and we can be an active part of that, uh, raising our consciousness and our frequency to the highest vibration of love. And wow, so much uh, to unpack here so much to learn uh, from you, Selena, but it's time for a brief commercial break. So listeners, don't go away. We will be right back with more on Transform Difficulty into Peace with our amazing guest, Selena Matreya, transformational agent, teacher of practical spirituality. Stay tuned for a real treat with Selena. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. 
Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish dash conscious loving.com that's dr jean marie farish dash conscious loving.com or click the link on the love light show page best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe dr jean marie farish is featured in the newly released issue of published magazine to have first access to this treasured resource go to publishedmagazine.com Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to become more energized, ignite your spark, and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, uh, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie, and coming back from commercial break, we will continue now with our amazing guest, Selena Matreya, transformational agent, internationally celebrated author, lecturer, and teacher of practical spirituality on transform difficulty into peace. And Selena, thank you so much in the first segment sharing your journey, you know, how we are multidimensional beings and we have a responsibility to show up in the world, to be part of this new world being born 
and with a higher level of consciousness. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I'd like for you to kind of dive into this whole aspect of difficulty being a transformational tool. How can that be? Well, it's a a question that a lot of people have for me because we're (laughs) raised, Jean, if you well know, to expect difficulty to be exactly what is defined in the dictionary as an impediment to our life, as something that gets in our way, that blocks us. And in the, when difficulty arises, most people are conditioned to respond to difficulty with more of the same. For example, you know, if we're on the road and we're looking to get somewhere and we kind of run out the door a bit late and hop in the car, it always seems as if traffic is slower when we're running behind and as if more people cut us off on the roads and and as we run out the door and we're starting stress to begin with because we're running a little late and we get in the car and someone cuts us off, you're already activated to respond to fear with more of the same because you're in a low vibration of being late and running late and and you're just in a rush. And when people cut you off, most people don't respond by thinking, oh, that person must need a little extra room. Let me bless them and send them on their way. That's not the automatic response. The automatic response is how dare you maybe give them the middle finger, be exasperated, you know, because we're, we're fearful. Somebody cuts you off. It's a moment of fear. Let me me just interject something. It's like you were in the car with me just uh, a few days ago. I was was driving, having a peaceful morning, stopped to allow myself to merge into traffic, you know, with the traffic. And the driver behind me was bullying me, kept blowing her horn, and then gave me the finger speeding past me. And I was, but I was undisturbed and I blessed her on her way. So I just had to make that point. It's like, was Selena there well, with me? <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, you're absolutely correct. This is so universal. What's not universal is your response, which was beautiful. You blessed her and sent her on her way. So I'm going to assume that even if you felt a little bit agitated, Jean, because mm-hmm. you could feel the vibration, the energy, yes. even if you couldn't hear her words. You got the energy of her experience, but you chose to respond differently. So you probably weren't as shifted by her response because you were grounded in your frequency of high vibration. Is that accurate? I'm curious. Yes, yes. You are on target because, I mean, I felt kind of like compassion for her. I'm like, gosh, you know, you could have an accident or whatever, you know. And, you know, it's how when people speed and then you meet them right at the same stoplight, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, it's something. But you're right, because for a moment, even if you think about getting upset, it's like, gosh, you know, I don't want that energy because I'm an empath and I pick up on energy and you, you understand mm-hmm. what that's about. <laughs> yes. And, and the, the, the idea is that most people, um, if they haven't done a lot of work to shift their consciousness, to become more conscious, which just simply means more aware, more aware of how you walk in the world and then choosing to shift your responses when they represent the fear you've experienced. So transforming difficult, difficult moments means that we, we experience the difficult moments as you did in the car, but we don't 
dive deeply into them. We don't, we don't have that moment become our total experience. We're able to have the experience and we're able to still choose because choice is always ours. We still have the opportunity to choose to respond from a higher frequency, from a different frequency than what was presented to us. So most people don't realize that's an option. So please know if you're listening, it is. Understand you may not be in a space now or in an evolved state where you know how to make that choice. Or or if you know how to make the choice, you don't know how to bring that choice into action. You don't know what steps to take to go from wanting to give someone the finger to really being able to be able to respond from a place of love. And that's why we're going to, one of the, there's a whole series of steps that I teach people to take, but we're going to go through a practice in a few moments that teaches us how to let go of some states that we see that we hold in order to be able to be more of peace. So the short answer to the question is we're trained. We're trained to respond to difficulty with difficulty, but there is choice and there is another option, and that is learning how to respond to any difficult situation from love. And there are steps that anybody at any state of their spiritual evolution can take. Selena, that's beautiful because we're so conditioned and like creatures of habit, trying to get unstuck from the habitual mode of responding that leads to the same disempowering results. And right. you have a, right. a, a a meditation that you're going to take us through. Tell us a little bit about it. What do we need to do to prepare? Because we want to really the, jump the into that. The only thing we need to do is to <laughs> mm-hmm. make sure we have quiet, undisturbed uh, and quiet, undisturbed time for maybe five or six minutes. Okay. Yep, that's it. And a willingness to uh, a willingness and a trust to just listen and follow along. So, shall we begin? Yes, of course. Okay. All right. So, if you would make sure you're not driving in your car as we were talking, and make sure you are seated or lying down, whichever is more useful for you. And if you would, close your eyes. And we close our eyes because there's so much in the world around us. And closing our eyes provides us with a doorway to say, I'm ready to leave the physical world. And I'm preparing to enter the temple within. So if you would prepare to enter the temple within by closing your eyes, And begin to focus your attention on your breath as you breathe through the nose. Slow, deep, and easeful breath. So begin the process. Begin to breathe through your nose. Slow, long, deep inhale breath. Followed by long Slow, deep, exhale breath. And place your attention, if you would, completely on the breath as you continue to breathe. And as you breathe, you'll notice your body from the top of your head, down the back of your neck, 
down to your shoulders, arms, and hands. As the breath continues long, slow, deep, and easy, you'll experience the muscles in your back, in your belly, in your chest. Begin to release. Begin to soften the muscles in your hips, your buttocks, your thighs down your legs, to your feet and out to your toes, all relaxing as you continue to breathe in and out through the nose, in and out through the nose. And as your body is relaxing and as you are breathing, feeling so deeply at peace, not worrying about thoughts, allowing them to come and go. I invite you to bring your attention from the breath to your imagination. Continuing the breath, visualize yourself standing in front of an ocean or a body of water that you absolutely love. It's a very cloudy day. The temperature is neutral, and you are here blissfully by yourself. It's a gift to be here, standing on the shore, facing the water, completely at ease. And as you gaze out into the water, you experience the calming feeling of the waves going out and coming in going out and coming in. As you view the water, you feel the sun coming down, warming your body, and you take a breath in, breathing in the salty, briny sea air. And your gaze is upon the water and the tides and the waves, and you notice as you look out that there is an object floating in the water, coming towards you quite rapidly with every wave that comes in and goes out, comes in and goes out. And then before you know it, this object is at your feet. You are curious And you bend down, and as you bend down to pick up this object, you immediately recognize that it looks like a shield from the knight of the round table. It is large and cumbersome. Look at it now. Lay your hands over it. Notice its shape and its color. And as you lift it from the ocean, you realize that this shield is yours. This is a habit. This is a belief that is outmoded, a habit you have that no longer serves you, that this shield has been protecting you from all your life. Take a moment and realize in this moment, what is the habit that's been blocking you? What is the attitude you've been holding that no longer serves? Is it impatience? Is it unkindness? Is it intolerance? This shield 
as you hold it up, you realize it doesn't fit your body. This shield, this shield that represents a manifestation of fear that you had taken on at one part of your life no longer suits you, no longer serves you. So as you visualize this very specific fear to you, that no longer serves, you decide, I no longer need this shield for this is not me. This fear does not serve and I am going to lay it down. And so you take this shield that at one time served you and no longer does, this attitude, this way of being in the world, and you lay it down in the water. And as you do, you feel a sense of relief, as if a 90-pound weight had just been lifted. And you place the shield into the water, and you watch as each wave comes in and takes the shield out further and further and further from you until you can no longer see it in the water and you know that this particular aspect of fear that you have been functioning with no longer is a part of you. And come back now through the breath. Long, slow, deep inhale and exhale breath. Over and over and over until your consciousness is back in the body and your body is back in the room. And we can enter the conversation, Gene, whenever you choose. Okay, that is so beautiful. I love the breath, the visualization, the laying down the shield. It's like identifying what is your burden, what's holding you back, and it's time Mm -hmm. to let go. Selena, uh, we're going to take a brief commercial break, but... Let's just stay in that energy because we're going to come back from commercial break and talk more about this empowering meditation, laying down the shield. So to our listeners, don't go away. We will be right back with more on Transform Difficulty into Peace with our amazing guest, Selena Matraya, transformational agent, teacher of practical spirituality. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace one another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as the transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized, ignite your spark, and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. 
Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light Show page. Best selling authors international, news honors best selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And if you're just joining us, we're with our amazing guest, Selena Matreya, transformational agent, internationally celebrated author, lecturer, and teacher of practical spirituality on transform difficulty into peace. And thank you, Selena, for that empowering and relaxing uh, meditation, laying down the shield. Can you talk a little bit more about that and what it does for us in terms of bringing us peace and letting go. For sure. Um, it is a very powerful practice that spirit, I'm a channel. Spirit has been channeling through me for the last 20 years. And when I say spirit, it's the energy of the oneness that created us that oversees absolutely everything that is happening and helps us to become the abundant people that we'd like to be. So it was a practice that was delivered to me. It's not one I sat and thought up. It's just not how it's done. Usually spirit comes and shares information. The practice was shared because spirit really teaches that when we make steps in it, when we take 
steps in our daily life. Our daily life is the platform for our transformational process. Some people go to workshops and read books, all of which are helpful, but that just leaves information in our intellect, in our brain, which is one of the many parts of our multidimensionality, as we talked about earlier. But as we utilize our daily life as the platform for our transformation, we, we notice places where we're holding beliefs that don't serve us, whether it's the belief that, well, I can't do that because I'm not smart enough or, gee, I've had, you know, I, I've achieved certain things in my life I don't deserve to maybe have this piece of abundance that I wanted or, or we have beliefs that other people aren't as valuable as we are, which some people hold or that just whatever belief we hold that is holding us back. Um, we're able to transform them in lots of different ways. And one of the most powerful is to do the practice of laying down the shield. When we do this practice, you can either come to the practice with a belief that you're holding that you recognize doesn't serve, or if you just have a difficulty in your life and you're not aware of what you're doing to contribute to that difficulty, you can come to the practice with that difficulty, you know, I'm not able to have good health. I'm not able to attract a partner I'm looking for. I'm not able to hold on to all the money that I'm working so hard to make. Or I'm not being as kind as I'd like to be. I'm not as respectful. I find that other people are taking advantage of me. Whatever you feel is the difficulty in your life, this is a practice that where you're coming out of your daily life, you're choosing to place yourself into in a state of awareness through closing your eyes and opening up to the energy of love within you. And then you're literally, as you're picking up the shield, you're recognizing that difficulty and you're recognizing you're more than that difficulty, that that difficulty at some point might have served you in some way, but no longer does. And so when you place that down in the water and you're present to watching it go off with each wave until it no longer exists, it energetically creates a shift within you. Now, I am uber clear. Does one example or one experience with laying down the shield lose have you lose all of your fear usually not because we are people who have been deeply conditioned with and and have been working with without even knowing it unconsciously and and influenced by the fears that we hold the the mistruths Uh, and fear i love the acronym gene a false evidence Mm -hmm. appearing real Um, so it can be any kind of fear but we are, we've been living inside of that fear and that particular fear and others have been guiding our life forever. And so you may need many times of laying down the shield. You might also, and, and, and most definitely rather, would need other ways of looking at your life and seeing where this particular fear shows up. So I, I just caution everyone to not, not give your power to a practice to shift you, but rather to use the practice as one of the actions you choose to take to releasing the fear within you. And that's how to use this practice. Yes, I love that, you know, because as you indicated, a lot of people just keep reading and gaining information intellectual, intellectually, but we have to implement it, which is part of that practical spirituality. So it is time 
listeners to lay down the shield (laughs) of unworthiness, guilt, shame, uh, your feelings of being unloving, unlovable. It's time now to let that go. And you can do so by uh, connecting more with Selena and tuning back in to hear this meditation. And I think, Selena, you're going to talk to us more about this four-part video series you have, Transform Difficulty into Peace. Yes, because I am very deeply committed to creating a new earth with together. Um, very deeply created to helping others to evolve so that individually and collectively our vibrations are, are of a higher resonance. Um, and this practice raises your vibration, exploring where you are not showing up in your world in high frequency raises your vibration. But being able to take any situation, we all have such difficult, we all have difficulty in our lives and it looks different with each person. But I have been given steps by spirit that are universal. And so I wanted to, in a very simple way, very easy to understand way, whether a person is listening to your your radio show as a new listener or as an experienced student on a spiritual path, I wanted a series that would help people to know what steps do I actually take to turn any difficulty into peace. And that is what my four-part video program does. Each video, all four videos are up when you access it. Each one is 20 minutes or less. And I very clearly take you step-by-step and through uh, viewing all four videos, you know exactly what the steps are that you can take, anyone can take, to shift any difficulty they have to an energy of peace. We certainly appreciate your generosity for preparing this four-part video series that's aligned with the show today, Transform Difficulty into Peace. And you can take the listeners further uh, with steps so that they can use this in their daily life. Again, it's all a part of what you do so well, Selena, practical spirituality. And uh, Well, thank you. I, I just love that. So how can listeners really connect with you, uh, Facebook or, or how to access this series or whatever? Yeah, I would send everybody to my website, Practical Spirituality with Selena, which is S-E-L-I-N-A, on your show notes. Um, And on my website, you will find my blog where there are teachings I post every month for people that are very um, keyed toward a topic that's important to your evolution. Um, You can also sign up for a free 30-minute conversation with me where we'll explore where you are on your spiritual path, and I'll share what practical spirituality teachings are about to see if this is a teaching process that could be of help to you. And you can just send me an email, selena at selenamaitreya, M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A dot com. We'll set up that appointment. Um, Those are two ways. I'm also on Facebook under Practical Spirituality is my, um, my page. My group is a private group. If you're a coach, a transformational coach, or a coach of any time, a heart-centered coach, entrepreneur, leader, healer, um, you're more than welcome to join our group. 
Okay. Well, thank you, Selena. Very nicely done. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have really given us hope, options out of daily chaos, showing us that we have the power to transform difficulties and daily irritations into peace for our own well-being, harmony, and uh, inner strength, really. So thank you so much and for your generosity, for your four-part video series, Transform Difficulty into Peace. And I invite listeners to come back and share this show and tune back in to hear this empowering meditation, Laying Down the Shield. Thank you so much, Selena. Oh, it's my pleasure, Jean. Thank you so much for all the work you do for all of us, darling. All right. All right. So today we've really been inspired and encouraged with Selena's message. So empowering uh, how we can use the difficulties as transformational tools. Tune in to hear the meditation again, as I indicated, laying down the shield and share with others to create this ripple effect for change as we move toward creating a new world. We all are playing a valuable part in this whole process of change for the entire world. Join us next week for our show, How Healing Your Inner Child Can Empower the Way You Parent, with Karen Gibson, who's joining us from Hawaii. I invite you to visit the uh, blog page of my website, www.jeanfarisjourney.com, for your weekly love practice exercise. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Access my article, Four Ways to Find Peace, that's published in Savannah East. And I highlight, get quiet, move into stillness, set your intention, and anchor in love. And uh, I want to just share some highlights from an article by Jay Pullman on six ways to keep your mind calm and healthy. Practice meditation regularly, approach your support network, get proper sleep, maintain a healthy diet, make time for relaxation, and identify your triggers. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with you. As you raise your consciousness, you will become more peaceful and that's a promise. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie, and until we meet again, remember an empowered self is a loving self, and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.